we have to ask you. Give us something exclusive. <laughs> uh, a a card a from the New set. Yeah, less of a question. It's definitely just a straight-up demand. Uh, yeah. Like, while it would be divine if I could share something with you, uh, yeah, it's it's something I've been ordered to not do. <laughs> uh, the amount of body armor I would need the next time I go into the office <laughs> to avoid certain death, uh, like. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Meals Angry, but uh, yeah, no, marketing isn't ready yet to start uh, teasing the next set. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Pods Unchained, the podcast where we talk about all things blockchains, NFTs, Gods Unchained. And chickens, what's up, Caution Fun? Joining me as always. How are you doing this week, Caution Fun? I'm Copper Pitch, by the way. I always forget to say that. Did you know that? <laughs> I hadn't realized, but um, I'm doing well, Copper Pitch. How are you? Ah, Caution Fun. Thank you so much uh, for asking. I am doing excellent, Caution Fun. Um, we uh, we got some we got some crazy news today. Uh, the new set divine order for gods unchained that is trial uh no ro- champions rise there we go season one uh set two divine order for gods unchained is releasing uh all of its card list we we still don't have a release date on the actual set but the the list is out there have you looked at it yeah yeah absolutely i went through every single line of the uh spreadsheet on my own a couple of times and uh i actually swung by bonk's place and uh it was mostly him i was pretty much just sitting there in the corner but um <laughs> yeah we went through each and every one there on his stream and um yeah it's tough yeah uh, i i would like to know what i should be excited about uh what i should be maybe a little worried about um you know make more I guess, you know, conclusive observations. Uh, it's tough with so many keywords being unknown. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah. Uh, as you people at home have just heard from the intro here, um, that was an episode back from May 12th where we interviewed Chris Clay, and he actually secretly dropped at least three of the keywords there. He talked about armor and order and a third one. What was the third one? Well, he said it would be divine if oh, you could he could said tell it would us. be divine. Uh, so, so crafty. It is so crafty. Um, that was very sneaky of him. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll mention that uh, Caution actually caught that last week and was we were going to play that as the intro last week, but we didn't want to uh, spoil anyone's cards as they had given the community a bunch of cards to leak, so we didn't want to step on anyone's toes. But, uh yeah, I, th- I honestly thought my divine mind. might end up being a uh, another keyword that we had yet to see, but uh, just part of the set title makes sense, you know. Yeah, yeah. Five days ago, I posted in the Discord. I, I guessed the title of the set. I said I think it's going to be Divine Order, and I was correct. Um, Congratulations! Thank you very much. I I believe I won ten gold stars. That's what Aramis said. So I want my I ten gonna, gold stars. I was gonna make a joke about how many stars you won. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, they're gold they're, stars. Yeah, they're gold stars. They're not the they're not the stars from the from the game Gods Unchained. They're just gold stars. Oh, but I thought there was gonna be some conversion rate, like one gold star equals like ten thousand oh, stars. You know. Damn. I mean, I'd rather have ten gold stars from Aramis than ten stars in Gods Unchained. So it's fine. Super fair. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I actually have not had a chance. I've gone through a handful of the cards, but I have not had a chance to sit down and really dive deep into all the cards yet. Um, today I was very busy. Um, Fake Muse and I actually kicked off the Madness of the Gods uh, live streams where we were showing off some matches. Had a lot of fun there. Um, we're going to be doing a big stream every Friday for the next three weeks where we're going to be streaming a bunch of live matches if uh, you guys out there will allow us. And uh, we're also going to stream anytime you guys leave us recorded matches. We've been, we've been streaming those. So um, get us uh, your, your recorded matches there, and we'll absolutely be streaming them. And uh, Des Moines generously donated us a Palace's Wand to raffle during Friday's stream, this coming Friday's stream. So make sure you guys check that out. And of course, veteran Hoplite gave us a Dick Puddle coat to uh, raffle off during the finals. So, uh, pretty excited about that as well. So make sure you guys check out the live streams um, happening every Friday at a minimum on my Twitch there. So, yeah. Have you? Uh, you haven't had your first round match yet, have you? Or your second round match, I should say. You're yeah, the bet. second seed in the bet. tournament. Is that correct? I don't know, um, but I know I, I absolutely obliterated my first-round opponent. Oof. Um, no offense to buy. Sorry if you're listening. But, um, yeah, just it, was, it wasn't even particularly close. I barely had to show up. Oof. Well, congrats. I hope he's doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> he lost a lot, apparently. <laughs> I, through, so. I saw. I saw. It's, uh, it was pretty ugly. Um. But yeah, we're we're uh, closing up the first round in just an hour or so here, and uh, the second round will be underway. That's going to be the round of 128. We got a full slate of 64 games, so if you're out there, make sure you contact your opponent within the first 24 hours. Please and thank you. Find a time to play in the next three or four days. This round is four days technically. Every other round is three days, so don't get used to it. You got all that, everyone. um yeah so that's pretty much it for the madness of the gods uh definitely excited to be kicking that off hosting with fake muse had a good time so um let's move on to the big news of the day which is of course season one set to divine order we got a whole friggin slew of cards um we could go through every single card but we don't really know what any of these keywords mean yet so we're not going to do that caution we're not what are we going to do copper (laughs) well caution i'm glad you asked what we're going to do is i'm going to learn how to sort a spreadsheet um and i'm oh filtering even better i'm going to filter down to all the legendaries and what we're going to do is i have not seen all these yet so I, i didn't even filter by legendary yet and go through them all we're going to go through each legendary one by one, of which there appears to be 32. And uh, we're going to look at all the legendary cards from Divine Order. See what we like, see what we don't like, see what we're terrified of. 
see what's going to keep us up at night. And uh, we'll go from there. How's that sound? That's pretty good. Let's do it then. Starting from the top of the list, we got Eva, Baroness of the Dead. This is a creature for God. It's a two mana, two, three. With an afterlife, transform a random creature that costs four or less into a one-one zombie and give it this afterlife. Whoa. That kind of seems like a, a possessive toupee on crack. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's a cool response to like a turn one pyramid warden, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not sure. We'll have to, I'll have to see exactly how strong zombies are and how well death in particular can take advantage of any zombie synergies. So we but, do um, know that zombies uh, have leech. So. I, I, I believe, right? A, a vanilla 1-1 zombie just has leech. Oh, good. So that is good because the game didn't have enough healing uh, for death, especially. So this is a death card. <laughs> Let's give him a little bit of heals. Let's cut him some slack, all right? <laughs> I th it's interesting. I, we also got clarification that zombies are of the Nether tribe. Yeah. Or, sorry, the Nether faction, according to the spreadsheet. Though. Wait, what? And, um, I thought they were yeah, tribes. Oh yeah, it's a no, faction. They're factions. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan. I like tribes. <laughs> yeah, me too. Faction sounds. <laughs> yeah. Sounds snobby. <laughs> But tribalism's also bad, so I don't know. Um, that's an interesting card, though. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to like judge any of these cards until we really know what these keywords mean. So uh, we might say that after every card. Do you think? Should we just make a another clarification that that uh, it's hard to judge these, and then not say it again? But I think I'm gonna say it after every card. It's super fair. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, at least this one, like all of the keywords that it contains, like we know of. Um... Just, I know, but yeah, I didn't look through all the cards, exactly how valuable it so is. I'm not sure like how many zombie synergies there are. Oh yeah, that's super fair. Uh, is there a lot of zombie synergies? Is zombie a faction? No, no, you said it's another faction. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, I'm excited. Oh, the I'm one excited. That we to previously revealed yeah. on the pod the Arch of Amenmos. Yeah. That's definitely a zombie synergy, isn't it? True. Well, I, I guess nah, you don't really want zombies already when you play that. You want non-zombie. Creatures. Oh yeah. Uh, alas, well, <laughs> we'll figure it out in due time. In due time. Uh, next up, we got Finian Fruitbearer, which, without even looking at what domain this is from, it's obviously from nature. Uh, his name's Finian. Finian Fruitbearer. Um, yep, love the name. Love the name. Ten out of ten. He is a two mana two three, just like Eva Baroness of the Dead. Uh, two mana two three, and. He has, after this creature attacks, deal one damage to the enemy god. At the end of your turn, if you are frenzied, summon a 1-1 one, one vibrant fruit. Now, this one sounds like a staff of roots on crack. Maybe. Um, What's a vibrant so, fruit do? I didn't look it up. Uh, the vibrant fruit, which I'm assuming is that apple boy we saw on the Twitter. Oh, uh, vibrant apple boy. Vibrant fruit is a 1-1 one, one nature creature. 
a one mana one one with afterlife give your strongest creature plus one plus one interesting um yeah the the, uh the finian fruit bearer (laughs) beyond just having a fantastic name can't say it enough (laughs) um i think this might hold the key to understanding what frenzied is Mm -hmm. um we had a couple of uh guesses on the last pod and i know that the one that i felt most strongly about was if your god has taken damage or if your god had taken damage that turn and after reading through the reveal and especially noting you know the primary effect on finian fruit bear i think frenzied may I, i think you become frenzied by dealing damage to your opponent's god that's what i said last and then at the end of turn (laughs) you are no longer frenzied yeah so like each turn you have to deal a damage to become frenzied i think that they i think i pointed this out last week but they gave us blood and bone or whatever that card is called bone and blood or flesh and bone or whatever that card's called uh that was the second card they revealed from the set and it was a nature card that deals one damage to your opponent's god and I've said I've been saying it ever since, and I'm doubling down. I'm a hundred percent confident that is exactly what frenzied is, and I would bet large, stupid sums of money that that's what it is. Fight me, not you, because you disagreed. But anybody who disagrees, because people are still disagreeing, and I think it's obvious. Put your money where your mouth is, folks. Stupid <laughs> sums of money await. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you know the answer though, and I'm wrong, please don't bet against me, please. Because I will bet literally anything. Looking at you, Garagaru. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I completely agree. I think that's. I think nature definitely is showing us exactly what frenzied means. They've got a couple cards that are deal that damage to your opponent's god. Um, and I and I love Finian Fruit Bearer. Uh, I, I like the that you can attack a creature and yet it still does damage to the enemy god. Therefore, you become frenzied. Um, therefore, at the end of your turn, you get to summon a one-one vibrant fruit. So, I, I, so I, long as it survives. Yeah, true. But I, I like the idea that you don't have to go straight to the face in order to get the frenzied. You can, uh, you can attack a, a creature, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm a hon- the, of all the keywords, I'm a hundred percent confident of frenzied. Other ones, not so sure. But frenzied, oof. Bet me. Bet me anything. Next up, we've got Gorilla Gardener. This guy obviously also sounds like a nature card. Gorilla Gardener. Uh, He's a wild faction. He's an 8-mana 7-7. Backline. After one of your creatures are destroyed, summon a 1-1 Vibrant Fruit. Give it plus 5, plus 5 if you are frenzied. Whoa. Whoa. Backline, after one of your creatures are destroyed, summon a 1-1 Vibrant Fruit and give it plus 5, plus 5. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems like a win-more card. Um, yeah, it's expensive. It's so expensive. 8 mana. Right? Like, if, you, if you're if you at 8 mana and you can deal damage to your opponent's god and trade <laughs> creatures away, like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're pretty good already. Yeah. You know, probably be just as well served dropping a healing elite. 
yeah and and like so again that like also goes to the the wild faction right like that's not going to serve any benefit it's like you're going to like play like a a wildfire in order to like buff your wild creature at eight mana yeah so yeah this card seems a little a little weird but um a little slow a little slow uh i completely agree excellent assessment uh, likewise <laughs> next up we got the lantern bound fey not gonna lie they're killing it with these names i like lantern bound fey sounds pretty cool uh it is a deception card it's a nether faction five mana three four order three we had no idea what order means uh, when this creature loses order, we got no idea what order means, pull it into your hand and reduce its cost by two. Roar, deal four damage to a random enemy character. So it's got order three, which I don't know if I mentioned. We don't know what that means. When this creature loses order, we don't know what that means, pull it into your hand and reduce its cost by two. So this guy pops out onto the board. And then presumably you spend favor to get rid of order that's my theory this one i would not bet stupid sums of money about but i'm still pretty confident i'm like 60 percent. how about you what do you think i think order is it silences the creature or maybe their effect doesn't activate which is similar to uh silence i suppose um but like when this creature loses order uh you know, it does something. I think you spend three favor. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. Um, I do know that <laughs> um, after two, you know, times of activating this, uh, you know, order condition, mm. you then have a one mana three, four <laughs> that deals four damage to a random enemy character and a god, or a, sorry, a, a no, it's still God. Okay. I was going to call it a domain, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, you know, deception is a whole bundle of things that can uh, bounce creatures back to hand. And, oh, yeah. Um, you know, cheapen them along the way. Uh, and I don't know. Maybe I'm just, uh, maybe I have a little bit of PTSD. From <laughs> Other cards from deception or from death being bounced back to your hand. Yeah. And yep, being reduced just, in cost. Yeah, things that get recycled and reduced in mana cost. Yeah, this does feel know. very strong. Yeah, um, hopefully if this one's super strong, it's abundantly clear early enough in the balancing process to where it doesn't slip through the cracks like maybe something <laughs> else has. But um, yeah, just cross our fingers until then. And again, you nailed it. It all depends what is order. How do you get rid of it? Yeah. Very interesting. Um. Yeah, and the, the roar of dealing four damage to an enemy character is just... That's... That feels more nature-y to me, too. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't think we need more, like, deal to random characters. I don't know. I guess, like, a dart maniac is neutral, but I don't know. Feels weird. Yeah, could go face. Yeah. Um. Next up, we got Monolith of Storms. This is a structure, and uh, it kind of seems like magic structure, and just structures in general seem to have gotten a lot of love in this set. Um, oh, many. Yeah. I'm, I, again, I haven't looked, and also the art's not there, so like, 
it's it's hard to know like what these structures are just by like their names like are they some of them creatures or like i don't know what's a monolith of storms i guess that's just a monolith there's probably no storm involved in this card i don't know my point is is uh i'm not really a fan of structures give me like dragons or like um amazons or like atlanteans i know you love some atlanteans oh yeah <laughs> uh yeah like mystics i've been i've been hoping for a mystic payoff i don't know that there are any mystic payoffs uh in this deck or in this set there might be again didn't look at all of them yet but um from what i've heard i don't think there's any mystic payoffs but uh yeah structures how do you feel about structures i think uh, we should have been more specific when we asked for tribal synergies <laughs> oh you don't like buildings come on caution I mean, it's a, like they're just. I feel like they're hey, just tough to balance. Like it's like where, a worms. where are you recording this podcast from right now? Are you inside? Are you inside a building? Yeah. Oh, don't, now don't he loves me, buildings. Suddenly, the guy loves buildings. Yeah, to sleep under, not to. <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's tricky. Like I feel like you know, structures have been relatively useless for a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just, I feel like anything where like the whole, uh, all of them, they can't like attack, you know, they only have abilities. Uh. Um, so I feel like it's like a real fine line between useless and probably too strong. Yeah. Good point. Um, that's not to comment on like this card specifically because it has order 10 and again we don't know what that does <laughs> um so you know it, it's tough like you know i don't know it's just i i wouldn't have i would have gone with there's probably like five or six tribes i would have rather seen than yeah. structures but hey maybe a cool fun deck comes of it um you know we'll see yeah so this guy's a magic Five mana, four, four, order 10. After you play a spell, give plus one strength to this creature. Uh, ability, deal damage to an enemy character equal to this creature's strength. Then set this creature's strength to zero. That's an interesting ability. Um, again, abilities are just slow. Um, this guy doesn't even have backline, which a lot of uh, structures at least in the past, have had um, backline. This guy just sits out there and uh, kind of takes up space. Yeah, I mean, locally it comes down with four attacks. So if your opponent wants to take yeah. them out with uh, creatures, you know, they will have to sacrifice some resources. Um, but if it's if it's so order 10, though, right? Like, let's just hypothesize for a second that it is you have to spend 10 favor in order for this card to work. Like, in in what know. world is that <laughs> worth it? <laughs> I have no idea. It's like uh, so tough. Yeah, very very weird. Can't wait to find out what order is. Um, and next two of us. <laughs> next up, we got the triage necromancer. Hmm, I'd say oxymoron there. <laughs> yeah, I think they I think they slipped on that name. Yeah, if you're working in a triage, it's like. I don't want you to have like an affinity for dead bodies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this guy's an Anubian. He's from the Death God, so he's all about bodies. 
And uh, he's a 5-mana five 5-5. Five five. At the end of your turn, if you are frenzied, pull a random 1-mana creature from either void onto your side of the board. That is kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know off the top of my head any good Anubians that are 1-mana. I'm sure there probably is maybe something. Um, Definitely. <laughs> yeah, probably. Tomb Torchbear. Yeah. One off the top. Um, so I'd love to see Anubians become like a, a, a cool tribal deck. Sorry, a factional deck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, the next one, not to not to spoil anything, but Ooh. the next uh, the next legendary definitely cares about Anubian synergies. This one just seems like a pretty solid tempo play. Um, you know. You, if you can deal damage with like what you have on board, come turn five, you can drop this and then get an extra one drop at the end of turn. Yeah. So isn't this guy? Isn't this guy just a um? What's the six? The vampiric skull, but on crack. <laughs> I don't think nearly as many of these cards are on crack <laughs> as you might think. But wait, wait. Um. Uh. It it definitely I, just seems like a cheaper, yeah, lesser variant. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um I, I like it. I think it's interesting. I think Yeah, it's uh, this one's cool by me. Yeah. Uh the next one is Takat the Forgotten. And this again, like you said, is in another Anubian death card. It's a seven oh, man, mana. I almost forgot about this one. A seven mana two five with backline ability pull the strongest creature from your void onto the board. If it's an Anubian, give it Deadly Blitz and Solace. Wow. <laughs> uh I'm I'm I I would say I'm like a little bit scared, but like it's just like an ability. Which means you can't do anything with it the first turn. And like why would you bring stuff back with this when you could just bring it back with like a relic like Neferu's Kopesh or like Ray's Dead? Oh yeah, this one definitely cares about the Anubian synergies. Um, I mean, the first thing I thought was like, you know, if you can guarantee that the strongest creature in your void is an Anubian, mm -hmm. then you can play this as like a proactive answer to Demogorgon, you know? Like, uh, considering like all things equal, empty board, you drop this on seven, your opponent drops a demo, like you still have a seven mana two two, and never mind, this is an ability, so you wouldn't be able to activate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, seems uh, seems like a great lights level target. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of abilities, and I see a lot of abilities coming up. So, um. The next one's actually Arch of Amenmos, which has an ability, but we already revealed this one on the podcast many moons ago with Dan the Dev and Meals, um, actually. But uh, this one's a legendary uh, structure. It's death, six mana, three, seven. Backline, after a friendly non-zombie creature dies, summon a 1-1 one, one zombie. Roar and ability, summon three 1-1 one, one zombies. Um. Yeah, now that we know slightly more about this set, we know zombies have leech. Um, how do we feel about this card now? I I just don't like a abilities, but okay. So this one actually has an interesting ability, right? Because it summons three creatures and it has seven health, so it's maybe not super easy to kill, and it has a passive ability of 
after a friendly non-zombie creature dies, it summons a 1-1 zombie, and this thing has backline. So basically, it continuously spits out frontliners to keep itself alive. I'm going to go ahead and say this card's pretty good. Yeah, this card seems really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, for sure. Like, even if, even just its passive effect is really, really solid. But, I mean, the fact that on the, on the turn you summon it, it's a 6 mana for 6 ton worth of stats. Um, it's a one-card setup for, uh, you know, cards like the Harvester. Mm, or Nefer's even Will. Uh, yeah, like, uh, uh, what's that, Princess of Takat? Uh, the one mana two two Anubian, like when a friendly creature dies, deal mm, two damage to your opponent's love god. Love that Anubian. Skull Scepter. I mean, there are so many synergies with this card. Like you know, it's the easiest comp for this card for me is that which aches. Mm. You know, they have the same exact stat line for the same exact mana. Yeah. Uh, but that which aches, like if you drop that on its lonesome, you get a three seven. You know, it requires usually like uh, traditionally like when I've played that which aches in decks, I usually like to wait until seven or eight mana so I can guarantee mm -hmm. I get one of those acolytes. You yeah. know, on the turn that I play that which aches in case my opponent removes it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I mean this is going to be a hard creature to remove. Yeah, well, seven health with black with with backline and um, yeah, I mean spamming one ones no no better. Uh, <laughs> it's no better god or domain to do that in the death so yeah i know it definitely seems really 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 good do zombies really have leech do they yes do they oh, no. <sighs> okay <laughs> does death really need more heals apparently <laughs> uh next up we've got vortimer the vol volatile vortimer the volatile okay yeah, Vortimer, like, that threw me for such... I asked Bonk to repeat that, like, eight <laughs> times on his stream. Are you sure you're not trying to say Mortimer? <laughs> you know? Because that's a real name. Well, who's I the guy? I heard Vortimer. Oh, yeah, like, Voldemort. Like, Voldemort the Volatile? I don't know. Seems seems like they stole from Harry... I did hear they had a Harry Potter uh, collab. Um, sorry, that's an inside joke that happened on my stream. <laughs> um, but... Well, it was funny. Yeah, um, <laughs> they. Uh, I don't. I don't know what's up with that name. That's very bizarre. This is a Nether Magic three mana one two. After you play a spell, give this creature plus one strength. Uh, at the end of your turn, if this creature has three strength or more, set it to one strength and draw a card. Okay, so the first thing that comes to mind is like a rat rod deck where you're just banging out spells and that's the only thing that comes to mind he's a nether yeah, I mean, <laughs> but i don't think that does sure. anything in magic uh not particularly no i mean it is interesting there is another uh nether magic creature um from the genesis set it's a two minute two one whenever you uh i believe it's cast a spell it gains plus one plus one um which seems better than Vortimer the Volatile. Um, also, the easiest comp for me was uh, the... Is it Oni or Ori? Oh, yeah. Oni Spellsword. Oni Spellsword. That's the one. Um, yeah, 3-mana 1-3 with Ward. So you're starting off with a way better stat line. 
uh, after you play a card, not a spell, just mm. a card, it gets plus one strength. Damn. And, um, and it'll gives... never set its strength back to one he in gives order to draw a card. to other stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, and it gives one to other stuff. <laughs> that's, the, that's the busted part. Odie's spell yeah, sword's I... great. Yeah, like this seems like super underwhelming compared to two cards that already exist. Yeah, maybe maybe it has some synergies with like Archmea or something. Like you can cast a bunch of, uh, but you don't draw the card until the end of. Never mind. You don't draw the card until the end of your turn. I was thinking it was as soon as it hits three, but no. Yeah, if you care about the card draw and you plan on playing a lot of cheap spells, just run Palace's Wand. And if you care about you know snowballing, play. You know, pick your favorite. <laughs> well, like I can't play Palace's Wand because I've got uh, Rat Rods equipped. Okay. So I need Vortimer the Volatile. Mm. <laughs> I think you'd still rather have the Oni. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, Vortimer is a is a legendary. Let's not forget these are all legendaries. So maybe Vortimer needs to see a little love. Uh, it does feel very. Maybe he needs to change his name to Mortimer. <laughs> Mortimer the Magical. Oh, could he be a magical yeah. mouse? Uh, why? Fine. <laughs> Magic's got all kinds of rats. Don't make me sound crazy. Huh? Yeah, no, I was... Yeah. Yeah. And the most magical place on Earth is run by Mickey Mouse. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, Mickey the Magic Man. <laughs> they don't have a collab with Disney, though, so I don't think that that's going to work. Oh, man, yeah. Actually, wait, no, they had a collab with Star Wars, so I think uh, Disney covers that, actually. So, yeah, we can get... We can get uh, we'll get that done for you. We're going to change this to uh, Mickey the Magic. What was it? Mickey the Magic Man. <laughs> Mickey the Magic Man. Uh, we're going to change him. I think he needs to draw the card immediately upon hitting three strength, no? like, And then at the end of yeah. the turn, he should set his strength back to one. But, like, or maybe it, it's, it's just like too a one drop. Like, yeah, three mana is expensive for this, for sure. Because how are you going to play a bunch of spells the same turn? Yeah, he feels he feels underwhelming. Tricky. Yeah, Mickey. You mean Mickey? Um, <laughs> next up is actually one of my favorite cards uh, from the set that I've seen thus far. Um, this one is called Demetrios Playwright. Uh, he is a Mystic Magic two mana one one. Very underwhelming. Order 10, we don't know what that means. But he's got Roar. Add a final draft to your hand. At the start of your turn, upgrade your final drafts. Now, final drafts are another legendary card that just so that you automatically get the first one added to your hand on Roar. And it is a legendary spell. It costs one mana. It is deal one damage, draw one card. But however, every single turn... Uh, that you've got your playwright on board, he upgrades his upgrades his uh, final draft. So it goes from on turn one, you've got yourself a one mana, deal one damage, draw one card. Turn two, you've got one mana, deal two damage, draw two cards. On turn three, you've got one mana, deal three damage, draw three cards. Turn four, one mana, draw, uh, deal four damage, draw four cards. Turn five is the final draft. Uh, deal five damage, draw five cards. No more rewrites, Demetrios. Just release the damn thing. Wow. 
Wow, indeed. Lots to unpack there. Can you imagine drawing five cards and dealing five damage for one mana? No. <laughs> I remember back in the day, I used to run, uh, what's that card? Oh, Fortuna. Oh, yeah. In a deck with uh, Frey. So I've played a two mana deal four, heal four, or no, deal four, deal four more to the guy, draw four, and give like protected or whatever, but. Yeah, it was a lot more work than uh, Demetrius. <laughs> Although, you might be hard-pressed to make a 2-mana 1-1 one, one survive oh, for yeah. 5 turns. Um, so, yeah, unless there's like some synergy with like bringing this back from the Void or maybe Portal Wrangler summoning it multiple oh, times. I like um, that. Yeah. Um, it does yeah, say upgrade your final like... drafts, plural, right? So, like, if you had two of them on board and had two final drafts, uh, each of them would get upgraded twice in one turn. That's how I'm imagining it, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So, All right. Yeah, I mean, maybe we see something with, like, you know, you play a warp engineer, make this cost zero, and then on turn four you play this oh my God. wrangler, this again. That could be pretty good. Um you know, it pairs nicely with Oni, funny enough. Um, <laughs> you can give it a ward, help it stick around for a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe Order 10 prevents everything that I'm thinking of in my head. Yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's you got to pay 10 favor, I mean, that's that's quite a bit of favor to uh, to unlock his ability of, at the start of your turn, upgrade, right? Uh, that's that's my uh, yeah. that's my theory. That's my theory. I don't know what the hell else it could possibly be. I hope they tell us soon because I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's. I think it's uh, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a super interesting card. I really like the interesting design of it. Agreed. Cool. Next up, we've got. Polyhymnia. Nope, I messed that up. Wait, did I? Polyhym... Oh, I got it right the first time. I should have stuck with it. Polyhymnia Aetheric Hydra. This is one of, I believe, only two legendary nine drops. Uh, it's an Aether. It's neutral. It's a nine drop. It's got three strength, 12 health. It's got frontline, protected, ward, regen six, armor six, at the end of your turn, give protected and ward to your god and to this creature. That sounds annoying. What do you think? I think it's uh, markedly worse than Taya. Hmm. Um, I mean, I like I like it. Um, you know, at face value, like I, I think it's a very cool card. Um, I think it's appropriately strong for a nine drop, mm -hmm. and it doesn't result in just like one of those silly inevitable win conditions like right. some others may um like a dionysus so, no like hypocria oh um, but yeah no, um i i like I it a lot i and i like the idea of a uh a, a, you know a, a hydra for each faction you know yeah we got the Atlantean hydra we got the etheric hydra you know um i wonder what a hydra structure would look like yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah no, it's um it's a shame this still dies to apocalypse now um 
yeah I, it's I, I think it's a cool card though i think it's cool like i hope it's good enough to see play but um you know i think if you have tyet and this etheric hydra you probably run tyet every time interesting uh yeah i i don't uh i don't know what to think of this guy i'm just gonna go with what you said it's uh seems interesting but uh i don't know it seems it seems annoying to me that it gives your god protected in ward every single turn it's just like ugh. it's like get rid of clear mind and then we add now it gets protected and ward every turn i mean like yeah it's a nine drop though like yeah if you get to that point i don't know if like protected and ward is gonna on your god is gonna break your back the um giving it protected and ward combined with the regen six as far as like removing the creature itself might be tough for any god besides death yeah but um yeah, i don't know master of indulgences <laughs> <laughs> but this still has armor six so even if you moi it it's going to be really tough to kill Maybe, assuming uh, we know what armor is which we don't right i i do have like a gut feeling that spells aren't going to care much about armor but um, yeah i kind I'm of super open to being wrong on that yeah same yeah i really really don't know what to think about that um yeah same boat um next up we've got avraxix the gamekeeper uh i saw i think professor unveiled this guy on his stream and uh not a fan this thing is a guild neutral two mana one one it's got hashtag blessed it's got roar each player gains a random amount of favor up to 10 okay that part's cool then deal five damage to the god belonging to the player who gained the most or to each god in case of a tie this just feels so i mean i was gonna say coin flippy but it's literally a coin flip um it feels just so random and it's neutral which means any god can play it and it only costs two mana like five damage is kind of a lot <laughs> Uh, what do you think about that? What about do, do, randomly doing 16.66% of your god's health on turn one? I mean, yeah, it's a... Uh, I, I don't know if uh, what Blessed does will change my opinion of this all that much, but, um, yeah, one thing I really liked about Gods Unchained when I first found it and started playing the game uh, was that there aren't many cards, you know, there are a few notable exceptions, but there weren't a lot of cards that had crazy RNG baked in Yeah, where the upside is huge and the downside yeah. is like, like, you know what I mean? Like high yes. ceilings, low floors. It was always like a pretty thin range, you know? Um, one of the key exceptions maybe being golem centurion where you know you could get a you could get a one one with no keywords or you could get you know a free apocrya whatever you want to say right. you know any nine minute legendary there um so you know and yeah that was one of my least favorite things about hearthstone in particular was i felt like a lot of the balance decisions and like i i feel like they had no issue with balancing the game via RNG. Mm. And um, 
you know I'm, I'm just not a fan of that like if there's going to be rng i'd like it to be like easily calculable and like this is like i guess but like at the same time it just seems like you know the the range of outcomes it could be so good it could be so bad yeah. <laughs> so like you it's know, wild i don't know i it's... don't know if i i don't know if i like it I, i'm and it's I'm it's kind of hoping it doesn't see play. <laughs> yeah, and it's a neutral. So I mean, like you can't even like say like, okay, well, my my opponent's playing deception, so maybe I should expect, you know, this gamekeeper, like or you know whatever, like oh my opponent's playing death, maybe he's going to play the gamekeeper. Like it's it could be any deck uh, at any time for two mana, which is very cheap. It's a lot of burst damage too. I uh, just put on RNG at the very end of a game to be like, oh well, we both fought hard, but I'm just going to throw down a gamekeeper now. Because otherwise I'm going to lose, so I might as well just flip a coin. Yeah, they already have heads or tails, so... Yeah, and but heads or tails <laughs> only does uh, three to each god, or... and then Or four to just them, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, e even that one's a little funky, um, but yeah, five damage just feels so much. I, I think this is probably one that will get changed. I can't or maybe it won't because no one will play it uh, and so they won't know that it's just a crazy card but yeah I don't know I'm not I'm not a fan like there's so much RNG with this card like first people each get random amounts of favor maybe you end up getting zero and they get 10 or maybe you get 10 and they get zero like it's just the whole thing's crazy but yeah again we don't know what blessed means maybe it'll change our opinion yes. next up we've got Cadmos son of Lysander uh, I'm actually gonna leak this guy's art on the Friday stream on the uh, tournament stream there. So if you guys want to see what Cadmos, son of Lysander, looks like, I know what he looks like. Uh, he's Rub a it in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, he's Lysander's son though. Which uh, when I first saw that, kind of blew my mind. I was like, whoa. Are all the champions going to have, like, uh, some offspring here? But no. This appears to be... Uh, here's here's the most important question. I don't think I'm telling any tales out of school, but who's the mom? <laughs> Can you tell from the art? Can you be like, oh, that's oh. definitely Ludia or something? You know? uh, it's actually like... a vibrant fruit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, uh, he is a four mana two four. Very very typical stats of light, having a two strength creature, and uh, he's got frontline armor one. After this creature is attacked, give plus one armor to the chosen one. Roar a random six mana creature in your deck becomes the chosen one. So uh, this could just be uh. rewritten to read. Lysander yeah. automatically becomes the chosen one, and he gets uh, plus one armor every time that uh, this creature is attacked. So we automatically make Lysander, who is a 3-7 into the chosen one. And uh, uh, now I do wonder, do, do the buffs, like previous buffs probably don't carry over, so your opponent could effectively have like two... Uh, you know, one with an asterisk where it, maybe it gained like plus four, plus four already, and then then it switches to beat Lysander, and then Lysander starts getting the buffs. 
Yeah, I, I would lean towards that being how it works. Like yeah. the previous buffs stay on the previous chosen one. And now Lysander receives yeah. them. That, that, that seems... Or sorry, whatever six drop. You <laughs> <laughs> it's random. You can't. You can't choose. Um, it is interesting that it says in your deck. Like I wonder if you've drawn him uh, already. If that's no longer valid. Good point. I was picturing um, if what if he was on the board. Yeah, you could get plus armor to him, but no. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Lysander being able to heal himself up every turn. And, yeah. Um. Yeah, I just I don't want. I don't want any more win cons that can only be solved by apocalypse now. Just hey, hey, hey! Better. Watch yourself. We also got onslaught. You got curse Kaipora. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. When? Um. So the other thing that they released, and uh, we forgot to mention this, is they released the god powers, and. They didn't re what they, so, so they released the champion god powers. They didn't release what they're re what they're replacing, and I am I would literally cry if they don't replace onslaught. This set, from what I've seen, again I didn't look at all of them, but I saw a ton of like war where it's like, oh, give everything twin strike. <laughs> um, it and then there's like a couple like big strength creatures for cheap. Uh, that also like maybe equip a relic or something like there seems to be some stuff that if onslaught continues to exist <sighs> i think we'll have what happened this previous weekend which was literally every single person played onslaught all 10 of the top 10 i don't want to talk about it <laughs> it needs to be mentioned because they need to hear it Onslaught needs to go. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I don't understand the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just, I heard from, you know, Video James said that they're going to try a small nerf. Oh. You know, to Onslaught. Um, I don't know why though like it's still gonna give it blitz though right because that's the <laughs> that's well, like, the problem just, part right and it's like i don't understand the like why try to salvage it yeah <laughs> right not, right it's not like everybody's like no we love this please don't like take right. it <laughs> yeah 90 like, percent of the player understand. base is like up in arms like no this is the best god power why would you do that like, and I, I also saw video James acknowledge that like it, uh, it's you know it's been the opinion I've been of the opinion for a long time that like you can't balance the onslaught god power mm. like being able to give things blitz like there, there's it, it's another one where the it's a it's a thin line between OP and unplayable mm. and it's just it, it would require so much effort not just in exactly what the god power does but the cards that the war domain has access to you know war specific cards and neutral cards like it, it's just it's, it takes so much effort and energy to try to balance it but for what like what's the payoff onslaught still exists like nobody wants that yeah. So like I just I don't understand why waste the energy just get rid yeah. of it. That's a very very good question. 
I I don't I don't know the answer to that question. I wish I did. I don't think the answer exists. <laughs> Maybe uh, Cadmos, son of Lysander, is the answer. That uh, they can't get rid of it because then how do you kill Lysander when it's the chosen one every single game, and it becomes like a uh, ten seventeen that heals itself every turn and gains strength every turn when it heals itself. You bring up a good point. That is one of the <laughs> uh, like second order effects of leaving Onslaught in the game is it's really, really difficult to assess mm. the power level of other cards when Onslaught exists as an answer. Right. Because, um, I mean, I have no doubt that that factored into how Hippocrates' monster was mm. able to slip through the cracks. Like, oh, it just dies to any deadly creature. Right. Like, yeah, but only the worst god power is able to do that. And obviously, I don't mean worst in, in terms of effectiveness. I mean, right. worst in terms of approval rating, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's such a headache balance in game design-wise, and I just don't understand why why spend any effort salvaging it doesn't I seem worth it couldn't have said it better myself uh next up we've got the parthene proskinium thanks for pronouncing this one i was I had no <laughs> idea <laughs> yeah i don't know what the, i don't know what a proskinium is but uh it looks like it's a structure caution it's a uh, nice. it's a light structure. It's six mana. It's a five five. It's another ability card, so it can't attack. It's got protected. It's got ward. It's got an ability of a pick one, which is an interesting thing. I don't know if we have any pick one abilities uh, in existence yet. Um, but or maybe we do. We have uh, we have palace. Excuse me. Um, this one gains five favor, heals each friendly creature for two. Or give your weakest creature plus two strength. Um, gain five favor is garbage. Heal each friendly character for two is not worth a six mana card, probably. Give your weakest creature plus two strength. Yeah, that ain't worth six mana, buddy. What do you think? No, it's um, it's definitely, that's a really, really sticky creature. It's, you know... Essentially, it does have protective uh, I forgot. Light, yeah, that's true. You can hide it behind front lines. True. Um, so, you know, I, I guess I could see some synergy with other light cards there, but yeah, I mean, if you're talking six mana in the light god, you know, <laughs> you're competing with Lysander oh. and Asterius. So, you better like you better bring the heat. You know? <laughs> so, like, yeah, I don't, I don't see. Parthene Prisinium starring, you know, over those aforementioned cards there. You want Cad um, Cadmos to make it your chosen one? <laughs> maybe if you gave it frontline, I mean, but even then. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I forgot yeah, it's, it's not frontline. It, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's going to be tough. Like, maybe in a structure deck you yeah. want it, but. All right, well, uh, if, if, that's, if that structure doesn't sell you for light, I've got more. <laughs> Next up, we've got Therial's Anvil, which is a structure for light. It is eight mana. It is a four six backline ward, can attack, 
At the end of each turn, summon a 2-6 Divine Chains. Uh, have you looked up a Divine Chains? What does a Divine Chains do, Caution? Uh, divine Chains is a 6-mana two 2-6 structure with Frontline. And creatures damaged by this creature gain Order plus 2. So no way to tell. <laughs> Back to you, Copper. Uh... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I found that underwhelming, and I stopped listening halfway through. That's super fair. It's not better than Isadora. Um, it's eight mana card. Like, at eight mana, like, you need to blow me away, or I'm just like, no. Like, give me a healing yeah. elite. I mean, it's either, yeah, it's either got to, like, stop your opponent in their tracks, or, like, you got to you gotta win the game in, like, a few turns. And, like, ideally, you do both, i.e. healing elite, um, but I mean, this is never going to do damage to your opponent. It's only going to yeah. slow down your opponent's progress. And, you know, maybe that giving order plus two to an enemy creature is like worthwhile. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe, but like, it, I don't know. Like, it's just six mana worth of front line. You're summoning, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, or six health worth of front line, rather. It's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Not going to stop your opponent in their tracks or anything. Um, severely underwhelmed uh next up we've got maybe the worst named card in the set boom <laughs> boom <fire>. got him <laughs> uh it's just weird to look at a card name and be like cern the moderator that's like actually a moderator in the discord but like okay um <laughs> no offense to cern the actual moderator by the way it's just weird to like see their name in the like why not why is there no caution the fun yeah or meals the great well but meals is going to be uh deuteria so and like naming the card meals would be weird in my opinion like if cern wanted to voice a card hell yeah let him voice a card cool he deserves it but, well, in uh, fairness, this is spelled completely. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm being overly critical, but uh, I just think it's weird. Like, uh, yeah, Cern, if if you're listening, how much did it cost? <laughs> Everything. Uh, again, this is zero uh, offense to Cern, the moderator himself. No, I love Cern. Nothing but yeah, love for Cern. Absolutely. Uh, I just find it weird personally that, like, I don't know, like Professor a, a moderator. Why don't we have Professor for the moderator? Like, oh god, don't do that. <laughs> No offense to oh, Professor. We have, we have a Professor card. Oh, we do? Is it Professor? Yeah. No. Okay. And it definitely doesn't align with... I, I believe it's called Professor of Murder. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I, like, imagined that. Like, a weird <laughs> fever dream. But I'm pretty sure. Oh, man. That's exciting. Uh, I gotta check now. Like, I... <laughs> I feel like I have to be making that up, but I'm yeah, like, also pretty sure. No, there it is. Yeah, Professor of Murder. Huh. <laughs> well, I guess uh, I guess he's got his own card, too. I don't know. It's weird. I... Congrats to the professor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, known murderer. Uh, yeah. Uh, but at least it, does, it doesn't say comma the moderator. Like, if this card was just called CERN, and it was literally an actual picture of CERN the moderator, like, I'd be okay. But, like comma the moderator what does that mean i don't know i don't like it caution well he's got a big hammer does he have we seen the picture of this card yeah yeah he's got a big ban hammer oh god 
Okay. I guess that's a thing. Um, <laughs> it is a light card. It is four mana, four, five. After a creature is healed, draw a card. Roar, inflict order plus three on an enemy creature, then heal each friendly creature for two. Um, what's this one do? It seems so strong, like just at first glance. Like, uh, yeah, let's take away card, the yeah. roar effect, right? Uh huh. It's a four mana, four, five high thaumaturge. And high thaumaturge is a two mana, one, two, right? Yeah. Like, severely understated because being able to draw cards whenever a creature is healed is so insanely valuable, especially in light. And, uh, this card is, you know, the same stats as a vanilla four mana creature, you know, four mana four five, perfectly even stats with that insanely valuable passive effect and a roar effect that I'm assuming the order part is beneficial and the heal each friendly creature for two is super nuts. You play Odysseus into this guy, you're, you're healing and dealing, baby. Yeah, like my point is just like, uh, like, you wouldn't want to name the card, like, Meals the Community Leader or whatever. You, you know what I mean? Pretend that the name doesn't exist. <laughs> Pretend the art doesn't exist. <laughs> no, you are 100% correct. A 4-man of 4-5 is already um, good. And then um, the fact that it has a phenomenal... Uh, after a creature's healed, draw a card. Yeah, you're 100% correct. That's crazy. Uh, I feel like this should be like a four three or something. Like, yeah, it's so good. Yeah, like maybe a five mana four or five. I don't, I don't know. Um. Yeah, yeah, five mana four four. Make it the same uh, stats as Hydna. Hydna. Yeah, there you go. Although this is a light card, so it's not, it's not uh, neutral like Hydna. I don't know. Yeah, but like light. Yeah, yeah. light op. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I, I just want to be clear. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Do you think I hurt people's feelings, Caution? Uh, what? <laughs> like, uh, like, because I don't like the name of the card, you know? Should we, should we move on? Okay, the next card is called Cilia <laughs> Carnival Ringleader. Do you think this one's Carnival Big Top? And how come they didn't nah, name it Cilia I... Carnival Big Top? All a great question. <laughs> Have we seen this card art? Because this is a Carnival Ringleader, but it's also a dragon, and I am back to being interested, Caution. We got through the structures no more looking at buildings, Caution. We're, we're looking at dragons. Don't speak too soon. <laughs> I see but, the um... next two cards. <laughs> okay. Um... okay. We, got, we got dragons. We got dragons. Nah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa. Uh... Let me read this card because holy smokes, I'm getting excited. This is a deception. Okay. Four mana, three, three with order three. When this creature loses order, transform it into a five, five shimmer scales and give plus five burn to each other creature. Holy smokes. This guy seems yeah, nuts. Uh, do we know what a Shimmer Scales is off the top? I do not. Uh, yeah, me neither. It's got to be in the spreadsheet. It's got to be. 
Oh, you would think, right? Oh, yeah. Are you looking? Because I'm not. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, Shimmer Scales is a common creature. It's a deception dragon. It's a five mana five five with backline and flank. Interesting. It turns into a five five with backline and flank, but only after it shimmers. Who like it? <laughs> order it's all we should have just skipped the ones that mention order that's true we should have uh it's too it's late more now, frustrating though. than anything yeah it really is uh next card's called lady marcella isn't there already uh a... lady marcella yeah uh, interesting or, or, wait is it lady i thought Mi- there was a no, lady oh uh, yeah interesting uh lady marcella is a guild deception uh three mana three three uh, Roar, summon two rogue skulkers with deadly afterlife. Summon two rogue skulkers with deadly for your opponent. This seems absolutely wild uh, in terms of just uh, sheer, like, what could happen here. Like, the, I, I don't even know how to assess this one. It seems pretty bad at first blush, right? I, I, I do think there's some instances maybe where it could be good, but... Uh, yeah. What do you think? Seems... Um, yeah, I mean, the only time we've ever seen rogue skulkers before, like they're they're attacking a creature as soon as you play them, right? Yeah. Um, but I don't think they have blitz like natively. No. So, I mean, they don't have any um, keywords. Right. So, like two one ones is like generally pretty easy to deal with. Um, and if, in that case, like you know, you've played a three mana three three and. It's a ticking time bomb for your <laughs> opponent to get two one one with a deadly, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is a bit tough. Um, you know, I would imagine a lot of the interactions end up with like you know the rogue skulkers either canceling each other out, or uh, you know, this probably will switch to higher value for your opponent. Like if I had to guess. Um, yeah, because like you play this card, you get the two rogue skulkers with deadly, like sends it over to your opponent's turn. Like you know, they have they have a whole turn to figure out how to deal with your two deadly rogue skulkers and the three three, and like you could very well end up in the reverse position on your turn, plus like any tempo they might have gained back. So I don't know. It's gonna be an interesting one. Um, I like it. It's like unique. Uh, yeah. I like the idea of overstatted or overpowered creatures that like when they die if they're handled it benefits your opponent. Yeah. Um Yeah, and like this is like the right mana cost to do that kind of mechanic. Mm. For sure, in my opinion. Um yeah, I I don't want to comment on how good or bad it'll be because I I genuinely don't know. It's one of the tougher ones to figure out, I think for me, but um but I really like that. I like that it's you know, yeah, yeah, tough I, to assess at face value because it's unique. I agree. I do like the uniqueness quite a lot. Um, and it's guild. I think I think we've seen a bunch of guild stuff here. So hopefully guild will um, you know, be able to... like. Of course, guild has some cards that can reduce the cost of the guild creatures as well. So this could come out as a 1 mana 3, three which is uh, pretty nuts that you can get a 1 mana 3-3 three, three with also two one ones. Um in addition to other stuff that's guild on the same turn, because you can reduce guild cards uh, fairly easily, we'll say. 
Um, yeah, I mean, this will take up three slots, but um, yeah, yeah, in combination with uh, yeah, the Freeman Sari instigator and uh, the other one that reduces the desert mercenary there, yeah, yeah, uh, there's definitely some guild deception potential, yeah, I'm liking that. I'm liking it. Well, that was fun. Let's get back to the structures. <laughs> I, I will say I love the name of this one. It's called The Hollow. Uh, I haven't seen the art, but like, I don't know that how. That clear is the bar for you? Yeah. I don't the know Hollow? How, I don't know how that could be a structure. Isn't that like a, I don't know. I don't know, Caution. I don't know anything about structures. I like dragons. Um, next up, we've got The Hollow. <laughs> it's a deception structure. It's a two mana, two, four with backline so this is basically a skeleton heavy right but it's got backline and uh after a friendly creature loses order add a random guild creature to your hand and an ability of give plus three order to a friendly creature without order caution what the frick is order this one's the most confusing one for me because <laughs> most of the other instances where order shows up it seems like having order is a detrimental thing yeah but wait, this one has wait caution i figured it out you give okay. you give order to lady marcella and then because she has order when she dies her afterlife doesn't trigger maybe holy shit i just cracked the code i hope so like you know i'm not ready to jump on the bandwagon they do i did i'm literally willing mana, to so... bet any amount of money oh i'll take that <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, we'll write up a contract or something. Perfect, pod, but, um, smart contract. Yeah, no, this like, yeah, this does, and it's just, yeah, same thing. Should we move on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got more structures coming up. Oh boy. Okay, General Orth or Orithia, Orithia, uh, General Orithia is uh, an Amazon of the nature god. It's a seven mana, five five with frontline roar. Summon two one one Amazon recruits, then give each of your other Amazons plus two plus two and twin strike. You got my attention again, caution. Amazons are nuts already if you can get off like Archimonian Onslaught or um Myrda, Myrdo's daughter or uh what's the other one? There's Penicillian Warrior. I think there's like one more card. There's a bunch of payoffs for amazons and this uh absolutely could be the top end of an amazon deck i think i mean it's got frontline so it's gonna block protect all your twin strikey guys um it's gonna buff all your amazons it's seven mana so it's a little bit expensive you probably want to pay off more at like five or six mana but uh what do you think i mean i love this card yeah. so much um i've been running a mid-range nature list uh, lately there um, uh, and I, I, it's not an Amazon list by any means by any stretch um, but it does include a six card Amazon package just because I think in a vacuum they're good cards and if they happen to synergize it's even better and that deck runs two Ashen Drakes for the top end mm. and uh, if I could replace them today with your or one of them with this uh, general orithia i absolutely would not just for the flavor but i think there are quite a few circumstances where this could be better than uh, some of the existing options 
in the seven mana slot and you know for nature that's saying something no no domain is more crowded in the seven mana slot oh yeah um so yeah i'm, I'm really excited for this one um yeah there's a lot of stats coming down i mean you got you got the five five with frontline and at a minimum it's protecting two three threes with twin strike for sure that's that's a lot of stats coming down at seven mana even on oh, an yeah. empty board but yeah that's that's uh that's kind of scary. I like it. I mean, it doesn't immediately affect the board state um, unless you already have Amazons on the board. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you could you could argue that it's conditional in order to get, like, full value out of it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, especially with the recent restructuring of Asterisk Implosion, because yeah, Asterisk would have eaten this for lunch. <laughs> but, um it's like tailor-made to get wrecked by old asterisk you know (laughs) Um, uh but yeah no as things stand like yeah i would definitely i'd definitely run this guy in my mid-range nature lists for sure cool welcome addition uh next up we've got a structure it's called watchtower of agrador it is a nature structure it is six mana two strength eight health uh it's got backline and an ability pick one summon an agrador protector a tainted treant or three vibrant fruits it's a very interesting structure yeah. uh, six mana for a two eight with it's backline pretty weight. trash compared to the the what's the one arch of amenmos oh uh, yeah you know it's got two attacks of Light's Levy. It's going to have a lot of fun with this one if it ever sees it. <sighs> um, you know, it doesn't do anything immediately when it hits the board. You're spending six mana for a 2-8 that doesn't have frontline or blitz or well, anything Ward, to speak of. You can uh, Umber Arrow it, too. And then summon yourself a... You get to summon yourself an Agrador Protector if you Umber Arrow it. Yeah, I mean, if it was Roar and Ability... Yeah one and it was the same three options you know i'd be i'd be uh i mean I all a well the first two are five mana ready to play it, creatures but... right or Ag- agrador is four. four sorry tainted treant is five mm-hmm. uh so yeah i mean you're getting five or four mana worth of value just from that yeah i don't know you're getting max eight stats um yeah I mean, I think you choose, except for like the rarest of circumstances, you probably choose the Agrador Protector every time. It does have um, backline though, and eight health is kind of hard to deal with, unless you know you like got not really though. hard clears. Not a six mana, like you know, it's a, it only deals two damage to your creatures. So like value trading is super easy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, the easiest comp is the Arch of Amenmos, and like that summons three one one zombies <laughs> right on its roar. You know, this does nothing, just sits there for a turn. Yeah. And um, our chat also has the passive ability where, like, after a friendly creature dies, you get a replacement 1-1 one, one zombie. Yeah. And you can summon three more 1-1 one, one zombies whenever you can tap the ability, so... Do you think this needs yeah, to I... summon something, like, on on play? Like, not, obviously not, like, an Agrador or whatever, because then you're never going to get to that back line. He's just going to summon an Agrador every turn. But, like, maybe... Uh... I don't know, like a uh, what's uh, maybe a vibrant fruit. Although you can summon three vibrant fruits with it, but maybe maybe something like a vibrant fruit or like a walking yeah, plant. And like you know, roar and ability, summon two vibrant fruits. You know, yeah, rather than three 
zombies. Yeah. I mean, it feels like if you get any of if you if you activate this ability even one time though, like the game's you're in big trouble. Like I now have a 28 and an so. Agrador protector. Now you have to kill my Agrador protector, but I'm also just going to get another free Agrador protector next turn. Like this could uh, snowball. I, yeah, like 28 for 6 mana. It's like so easy to deal with. I know, but I mean, I'm saying if it sticks, though. So, like, it's probably going to die. But if it sticks... Uh, yeah, it's, de it's definitely, like, a win-more card yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's... It, I, don't, I don't know if it checks all the boxes for me, Copper. That's fair. It's a structure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we've got Einar the Frozen King. Uh, this is a legendary Viking of the war uh, god. It is a 6-6-6. Six, 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 six mana, 6 strength, 6 health. At the end of your turn, if you are frenzied, your strongest creature attacks the weakest enemy creature. Yeah, I'm there for that. This one seems pretty cool. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it seems fine. Yeah. Next, we've got Odie Volka's Herald. Uh, it is another legendary Viking of the War God. Love to see it. This is a three mana, three strength, only two health. Backline protected whenever this creature attacks your opponent's god. Reduce a random highest mana cost creature in your hand by one. So whenever this creature attacks your opponent's god, reduce the highest cost creature in your hand by one. Uh, I mean, it's going to, well, it's got protected and backline, so maybe it does live for a while. It starts wreaking havoc, reducing your Volca to, like, uh, be, like, seven mana or something, and then you just win the game at seven. Yeah, this card seems pretty strong. Oh, yeah, it could be, um, especially in, like, a hand buff mechanic style deck. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's this one's probably going to be really good. Yeah, yeah. At first, I'm thinking two strength or two health, which is weak. But it's got backline, so it's hiding, and it has protected. So you're gonna need to do multiple hits to it, and it can come out on turn two since it's only three mana, which means it's gonna be very difficult to kill. Uh, right yeah, you'll off the need you'll need an answer. You'll need to be able to either trade it away, the turn it comes down, or uh, you know, blight bomb or mugging, you know, something along those lines. Yeah, but um, it's a scary card. Yeah, it definitely. Uh, it can definitely snowball. Um, I, I like the fact that you know it'll never beat you by itself. Hmm. Um, but you know the the second order effects of reducing a high mana cost creature lower, especially because like the the difference between like playing an eight mana creature at seven mana. Oh yeah. yeah, that's like three, four turns difference. Oh yeah, for the most part. Um, so yeah, it could be a real difference maker, and you probably won't know it until it happens. <laughs> um, so it's an interesting card. It's a really cool card. Um, yeah, I wish onslaught didn't exist. <laughs> oh, me too. Uh, next up, we've got Anagrios Demon Prince. This is another war uh, creature. This is the other nine drop I had mentioned. It is a 12 strength, seven health, 
God Blitz creature. When this creature destroys another creature, obliterate it instead. Uh, roar, deal six damage to each enemy creature. So that means it's pretty much going to obliterate your opponent's board if it's anything that's six health or less. And the God Blitz is absolutely insane. That means you get to play a creature and deal pretty much a guaranteed 12 damage to the face because first on Roar, this thing is going to clear the way of any frontliners uh, by dealing six damage to each creature. This feels extremely strong, especially if you combine it with Odie. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, when you combine it with anything that makes it better than it already is, yeah, it'll be nuts. Uh, I mean, even just standalone. Um, yeah. Definitely strikes me as uh, probably the best nine drop. Yeah. Like if I had to say, I mean, because like, what do you expect face. out of a nine drop? Yeah. You want it to, you want it to be ideally, you want it to impact the board state immediately, mm -hmm. and dealing six damage to each enemy creature. Oh yeah, oh, that'll yeah. do it. And it um, obliterates and those creatures. Yeah, and uh, I mean, but then, like, also, ideally, you want it to threaten your opponent's life, you know, within a turn or two. Yeah, and this does it in turn zero. This can zero. threaten it the turn you play it exactly. So it's crazy. Yeah, um, this is uh, this fits in any war deck that can make it to nine mana. Like you will, you'll. I, I can't see a reason not to play this if you're banking on getting to nine mana. And, um, yeah, it could create some situations where there's just, you know, <laughs> your opponent's kind of SOL. Um, I, yeah. do, I do, I, th I find it interesting how it lines up with the, um, the Aetheric Hydra. You know, the Aetheric Hydra has armor six, right? This deals six damage to all enemies. And the Aetheric Hydra is a 312 with frontline protected and ward. So this will definitely block it, but then you've got like a 312 versus a 12 4. Still lines up pretty well, but if they let their turn expire, it gets protected and warded again. But like, that's such a niche interaction. Like, hmm. I'm not sure how often you can bank on like you know that specific interaction happening. Um, you know, I still get stopped by Helian Elite. Uh, still get stopped by Tyats. Um, Do you ever play Valka ever again? If you have a Nigrios, I. <laughs> that's what i'm thinking that's that's the uh that's the threshold to look for in my opinion like if you're running you know any any amount over like eight vikings in your deck yeah i mean i you know still no i feel still like they want Godwitz. you to go with valka at that point but i don't think you can justify it yeah, over 12? a potential 12 damage <laughs> from hand yeah that's insane that's hard to beat. I don't think. Is there anything else outside of maybe like? Uh, I mean, even Avatar of Magic doesn't just do the twelve by itself on turn one. Um, obviously, if you reduce the cost, you can OTK with it. But like, is this like single-handedly the highest damage you can pretty much do in a single turn? Um, like from playing a creature from your hand or a spell, like card? a single. Yeah, with like one card. Like I just don't. Oh yeah, for sure. Like six is probably like the other highest cards with like Epiphany or like Asterisk or whatever. Like I don't. Yeah, I was thinking like back in the day when Lehorde did six. You know, oh yeah, you could, yeah. 
combo with portal wrangler but even that requires a bit of setup yeah this is this feels insane like 12 yeah. and it's it's war specific so it kind of feels a little bit unfair like hey only war gets this um this fancy finisher that ends all war thing. games at, I, at nine I, I'll, I'll give you a free uh free bit there um in a little conversation we're gonna have later this is a great point in your favor this card existing mm. what conversation are we for a second okay i don't know what we're gonna have a conversation later but uh reminds with it, it rhymes with whack blotus <laughs> huh you I, catch my drift i got you we did have yeah. so we did have some community questions <laughs> we've got two more cards to get through but uh we've this is a long podcast i don't know if we have time for community questions well maybe we'll try and throw that one in real quick okay uh, um so we got two more to go uh next up we got a structure caution have you had enough structures yet because strap in eat me baby <laughs> we got the grand hall this is a war four mana two five backline can attack after you summon another war creature give it plus two strength if you are also if you're I'm sorry if you are frenzied also give it twin strike so uh this thing can't attack it's hiding in the back line but after you summon another war creature it gets plus two strength and if you're frenzied it gets twin strike as well um it's four mana eh. Yeah, I mean, it gives gives War Creatures Twin Strike. Uh, well, Onslaught exists, so... I don't know that Onslaught would really want to play this because it can't attack, but just giving things Twin Strike is not my cup of tea. I mean, their biggest turns happen on five mana, and this is the perfect setup for it. I wish Onslaught didn't exist. Should we move on? Yep. Uh, last but not least, maybe. I don't know. I didn't read it. It's the Scepter of Artistry. It's the only weapon that's a legendary, it appears. Uh, and oh, we had one up top there. Did we have one up top? Oh, no, we didn't. Yeah. Very interesting. So Scepter of Artistry is a magic relic, and it is a three mana, zero strength, three durability, and it has an ability, which is give spell boost plus two, and order plus three to a friendly creature. Then remove one durability from this relic. So you give spell boost plus two to your creature, but then it immediately gets silenced by the order plus three. You have to spend three favor to unsilence it. Uh, you know, hypothetically, maybe order doesn't mean any of this. Um, but uh, yeah, so basically you're giving your, your creature spell boost plus two. Um... I wonder if this was their answer to they still wanted to have lots of spell boost available, but uh, they they did get rid of the insane god power that we had talked about previously. Well, I guess that's good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find the... Do you have the god powers? Uh, they're on here, right? Are they on here? I thought so. Yeah, yeah, I got them. What do you need? Hit me with them. Ah, uh, we got Palace's Genius. It's a magic god power. Two mana. Add a random one mana magic spell to your hand. Valka's Presence. It's a war god power. Two mana. Summon a 1-1 one, one Valkyrie Raider. I'm assuming that has Blitz. Looking at you, Copper. Uh, Orpheo's Distraction. It's a deception god power. Two mana. 
Deal two, or sorry. <laughs> this one's wild. Give me, I'll give you a minute to wrap your head around this. It's a deception god power. It's two mana. Deal one damage to a creature and give it hidden until the end of turn. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, excuse me, did you just read cheat? No, this is Orpheo's Distraction. <laughs> Wait, can you read it one more time? Two mana. Mm -hmm. Deal one damage to a creature. Okay. And give it hidden until the end of the next turn. No, this is too confusing. I can't follow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> talk about thinking outside the box. I've <laughs> never seen anything like this before. But then, but caution, uh, but there's already cheat. There's no way to tell. <laughs> uh, next one is, I'm actually going to skip the next one because I want it to be last because okay. I want to take a second to talk about it. Um, uh, Next one here is uh, Lysander's Honor. It's a light god power. Two mana, give minus one strength to an enemy creature. Uh you know, half of heaven's light, essentially. Mm. Um, and then we've got Selena's lead, two mana nature god power. Add a two one oak spear guard to your hand. Oak spear guard. Yeah. That I'm is a that's... it's an Amazon. Um and it's a one mana two one. That's it. But it is an Amazon. So there's a god No front line? No front line. Okay. So it's just a it's just a uh, wait, so what's the god power again? It, it's two mana, add two mana, one of add these to your, to your hand. hand. Interesting. Yeah, so it's a three mana, summon a two one Amazon essentially. Yeah. Okay. Why That's not just why not just cut out the middle? Maybe man. you want to save and uh, splash a bunch at once. That's true. I guess I was just I was just thinking of um like summon acolyte, like it would make it very much on par. Uh, this might be better, honestly. Yeah, this is better because you could, this way. Yeah, you get to save them up and then drop like three, and then drop the uh, that seven drop that buffs them all or whatever. Yeah, drop an Arcanian onslaught. Play. Definitely, yeah. Uh, Yikes! Very interesting. Definitely good to be able to stack those in hand. Um, the last one here. I wait, wait. Before you get to that stuff. one, what oh, was the, what was the name of the creature that uh, Volknir? Volknir Raider. Volknir. Oh, there's a bunch of Volk oh my god there's so there he is uh okay wait so what does the god power do summon a 1-1 valkyrie raider it is just a viking that is a one mana 1-1 one, one. oh interesting so i guess viking god power very interesting i like i like that we're getting some tribal stuff to the god powers i think that's cool um yeah i agree wholeheartedly yeah i'm there for it all right hit me with this last one i'm, I'm ready all right so neferu's sacrifice i guess they're under like yeah what uh, so it's a death god power uh -huh. two mana draw a card and take two damage that seems really freaking good yeah so <laughs> yeah I, I don't know if they're like under order to make any card with neferu in the name op <laughs> but Holy smokes, that seems really this, uh, That seems unbelievably good. This god power exists in Hearthstone. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. It was uh, belonged to the Warlock hero, and, um, you know, same exact mechanic. Take two damage, draw a card. And I know that the initial, uh, you know, lead balance game designer... I'm not sure of the title, but um, over at Blizzard, Activision Blizzard there, 
uh, said that you know if they, they if they regretted anything, hmm. it was implementing the warlock hero power. Take two damage and draw a card, because it's just too good, and it prevented them from making good early game creatures or spells or cards in any capacity for the warlock hero. Did Warlock and also have, that, like, crazy payoff cards at, like, 15 under health? Uh, not entirely the same, but when those cards came onto the scene, like, I remember, like, I remember Reno Lock being disgusting because you could deal all the damage you wanted to yourself, and then uh, there's a card, Reno, that healed both gods up to full. Oh, wow. Um, so you could gain massive advantages by taking damage and then just undo it all. Damn. Um so yeah you know um i'd argue that death has more tools to take advantage of having less health than warlock ever did but um i, I and as a follow-up to that i also know the fellow who replaced the original uh balance head slash lead game designer said that like if there was one thing they could go back and change or remove it would be the warlock hero power because of the same reasons that you know his uh, predecessor mentioned so um, I find it really interesting that uh, they're running it back here, and um, I mean, there's I don't just, know. It's there's just it's got me nervous. Yeah, there was there's also just so much pay. Like Death wants to take that damage. Like they're gonna be stoked to turn. I guarantee you, every turn one, it's just gonna be like Let Pip me, God power. Pip God power. Because why wouldn't you? You want to take yeah. damage, and you would love to draw cards. I mean, that Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that seems uh that seems Worrisome. crazy. Um wow, yeah, I mean I, I I'm trying to like even think of how you like could fix that. I, I don't think you can. Yeah. I don't think that I don't think you can let death just continuously draw cards while also getting itself to fifteen, which is where it wants to be. Yeah, while also getting closer to its win con. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a thorny situation. It's, it's like a win. Even if you just win. like a ramp, like control the death deck, you know, you already want to. You have every you know draw mechanic available to you in your deck because you need to draw certain things by six mana, certain things by seven mana, etc. Right. Um, but like one card that hasn't seen a lot of play for death is Ataraxia, mm. um, and you know this. Good lord, I mean. Just draw three cards your first three turns, play Adoraxia, ramp at least two crystals plus whatever your opponent's done to you. It's, it strikes me as problematic. Yeah, that uh, that definitely seems insane at first, uh, first glance, especially with how Death already performs with all of its myriad of heals. Um, they, they can eat, especially now they have zombies and they all have leech. Let me just make sure that that's true. I'm looking it up zombies it's true i know you said it's true but like it just can't be true right because that'd be crazy well i can't find them on this list but you say it's true so i'm gonna believe you um like i I said the biggest uh the the best uh, from my experience playing hearthstone the best uh archetype that took advantage of you know warlock sky power was reno lock Hmm. because you could set yourself up with massive card advantage uh, you could, you know, get back to an even board state and then heal both gods up to full. Um, the closest parallel to Reno in Gods Unchained is a card called Death Unborn. 
Ugh. And um, yeah, I'm 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 willing to bet that comes into play a little bit. So Death Unborn, for anybody who doesn't know, is a god spell that uh, sets both uh, both uh, players' uh, health back to twenty, and it also destroys a creature right through ward and protected. Uh, and it uh, also draws a card, I think. Uh, two cards. <laughs> uh, okay, that's funny. So this guy power is going to change. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Onslaught still exists. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, at least there, we got one dragon in this set, so I'm I'm happy. That's the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Caution. Um, everything's going to be okay, right? Right? Caution, please. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay, perfect. Caution says it's all going to be all right. You guys get that's financial advice. You can take that to the <laughs> bank. <laughs> DYOR, um, uh, NFA. So let's quickly talk about. Uh, well, hold on. I'm just. I just happen to be glancing at the at the spreadsheet. And again, I haven't looked at these cards. And I see six rats in a row. And I, I have to look at them. I, I, how could I not caution? There's six rats. What is this? This is insane. Are there promo cards? What is this? How do you get rats? How do you get these promo cards? Caution, please tell us. I think it's going to have something to do with Disney. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we'll look forward to that Disney promo crossover with uh, Mickey the Mighty. Um, and Mickey the Magic Man. Mickey the Magic Man. Did I not catch you enough for you? <laughs> um, I can't wait to get my Disney Ears promo card NFT. Um, man, I'm I'm interested now as to what the heck these promo cards are. Why are they on this list? What is what is this caution? I'm so those. I just filtered to promo. Those are the only promo cards. It seems absolutely wild. So many rats. They're all one once. I like that. One deals damage. One damage to both gods. One heal a friendly character for one. Uh, give a give one of your creatures spell boost plus one. Give uh, deal one damage to a random enemy creature. Give a creature in your hand plus one strength. And uh, your opponent shuffles a random card from their hand into their deck, and then draws a card. Uh, if if there's payoffs for like frenzied, it seems like the the death rat could be. No, probably not. It's probably all bad. But anyhow, there's some promo rats to look forward to. I have no idea what they are or how they uh, come into existence, but there you go. Let's get on to, we only have time for one community question this week. We still have a couple that we need to get to, but we'll get to them in a future week. Um, this week, we had a question. Someone reached out to us on Twitter. Uh, their name was 77. And they asked us, what do you think will be the Black Lotus of Gods Unchained? Um, I have previously stated that uh, Jason is the Black Lotus of Gods Unchained. It's uh, pretty much one of the most expensive, um, sought-after playable cards. It's a neutral, so you can play it in any deck. Uh, it's, it is played in many, 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 many decks. Um and uh yeah it's just been one of the the hottest collector's items 
And uh, you came back and said, Copper Pitch, you're wrong. And <laughs> I, I have... Said, I said I humbly disagree. Well, you called me out. and you, you pointed a finger. You wagged it at me. And I think I know <laughs> what card you're going to say is the Black Lotus. But um, uh, should I guess? And then you tell me yeah. what the Black Lotus is? I think you're going to say Avatar of Magic. Whoa. Was I, was I right? <laughs> No. Oh, okay. What do you think is the Black Lotus of uh, of of Gods Unchained? Right. So like, there's a couple of different ways to take this, right? So like Black Lotus happens to be not just the most expensive card from the Alpha set, but yeah. also pretty much consensus says the best card. Mm, okay, um, I see where you're it, going with just this. Just because you know it's uh, it's an artifact, it's colorless, so you know you can put it in any deck you'd like to. Um, and the effect benefits any any deck. Does your magic deck like having mana? If yes, play Black Lotus, right? So I have two answers. One I think is a little bit better of an answer than the other. I'll start with the slightly worse one. I think Demogorgon mm -hmm. deserves some consideration on account of Demogorgon. Nothing right now does what Demogorgon does better than demogorgon um meaning that like you know it stops your opponent in their tracks it more or less prevents them from dealing damage unless they have a specific counter the next turn and it heals you it does everything you want in a control card and i don't think it's possible for them to print something that does what demogorgon does better than demogorgon mm. lest it's you know impossibly op and even if they printed something that was like of similar uh effect and efficiency as demogorgon i think control decks would just run both options so like as far as being able to displace demogorgon i think you're you'd be hard pressed to find a card that can do that um that said i think the correct answer is pyramid warden and i would say that because it checks more or less all of the same boxes um it's neutral so you can run it in any deck it's two mana, which is not a prohibitive mana cost. Um, and it benefits every single kind of deck. If you're an all-out aggro deck, you, odds are you want to run a wide board with a bunch of fragile creatures. So what better to protect those fragile creatures than a two mana, two six with frontline, whose downside of an afterlife effect you probably won't care all that much about. Um, if you're looking for a mid-range deck, like you just want to play max stats, max tempo on each turn, look no further than a 2-mana two 2-6 two with frontline. And lastly, if you're a control deck, you're going to want to protect your face, especially in the early game, until you can get to those you know, turn 5, turn 6, turn 7 areas where you stabilize. And nothing does a better job at that than Pyramid Warden. Um, so just you know, the flexibility, um, the ease with which you can include it in any deck any on any side of the uh aggro control spectrum um it's neutral you know i uh i think i think the answer might be pyramid warden that's interesting i think for i i agree with all of your points um but i do think that part of it is like the rarity and there's like nine thousand pyramid wardens out there and there's like three thousand uh, Demogorgons, and there's only 1,500 Jasons. So 
I, I don't know if the eight thousand or uh, sorry nine thousand uh, pyramid wardens, if you count all shines, um, I don't know if they're they're being so. I mean, obviously on a grand scale of things, if we're talking about like millions of players, the difference between nine thousand and and fifteen hundred maybe isn't uh, as big of a deal, maybe. Um, but it, there definitely is a markedly different uh, different uh, number of printed cards. I, d I don't know if that has to come into the equation. Um, I, do... I think it can, and I think yeah. it's another point in my favor because Black Lotus was a rare, not a legendary. Interesting. Um, well, there you go. Then the answer... Who won? Who's next? You decide. <laughs> Wait, is that copyright? I should have said that. I don't know what that's from. Uh, epic rap battles of history. You were uh, never a teenager on YouTube. <laughs> that's so weird. Uh, no, I think I'm too old for that. Yeah, definitely now they did not hold up. But um, <laughs> if you can go back in time and rewatch them, like 13, 14 years old, they're pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think I saw I saw a couple of them. Um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I feel like I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. It's an opinion question. But I just yeah. think it was a fun conversation there. No, no, I agree. I I just wonder, like, it does like I get okay. So like, Black Lotus costs like what? Like literally half a no, not half a million, but it's like I think the last one went for I don't know sixty thousand or something like that, which is kind of funny in terms of like NFTs, which go for like that every day but i guess in terms of uh, physical paper jpegs alpha like the black lotuses are uh, like six figures easy yeah okay so i mean like like pyramid warrens are never going to be six figures but like jason could be demogorgon maybe uh i mean Demogor yeah i mean demogorgon i mean this is not financial advice. I don't think they're actually going to hit six figures, but I'm just saying in terms of like possibility of it happening, I don't think Pyramid Warden can. Hmm. But maybe I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I, I don't know. I don't know that I can say that. Um, yeah, but that's that's the fun part about this question. There's a lot of ways to look at it. Like, yeah, you know, I, and I wonder, uh, hey, at 77, um, were you more referring to the, uh, you know, it's standing... In like playability and you know uh, how how good it is in the actual game itself, or are you looking at the price tag for the most part, or yeah. both? Or if if both, then I would say uh, I would say Demogorgon. Probably Demogorgon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's the I guess that's the answer that we uh, if if you're looking at at the whole big picture of things, yeah, probably Demogorgon. All about perspective, baby. Yeah. I should probably go out and buy another Demogorgon, huh? Or a Black Lotus. <laughs> or a Black Lotus. Um, all right, guys. This was a long one. Thanks for hanging in there. Holy smokes. We're almost at two hours. This is a uh, long nice. one. Um, Feature-length movie. Yeah. So thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Let us know in the comments. Just kidding. There's no comments. Uh, hit us up somewhere in the discords and Twitter. Let us know that you actually made it this far. We'd appreciate uh, you telling us that you hung out with us for two hours. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Hope you guys did as well. And, uh, of course, we'll be back next week with more pods on chain. Let's spin up that little link. Caution, it's been fun as always. Yeah, until next time, man, everybody. Please, take it easy. Things are so bright for you. I hope that is healing true. You bring so much for you.
so excited for you Things are so bright for you I hope that it's here with you You bring so much fortitude I'm so excited for you